Hola, you're listening to In Your Piel or In Your Skin, a skincare podcast highlighting POCS editions, beauty professionals, and everything in between. I'm your host, Claire, and I'm here to help you feel empowered, find services near you, and learn about other POC beauty professionals that are doing big things in the industry. I'm an esthetician, digital marketer, polyglot, and I'm obsessed with all things globalization and skincare. I founded the brand Beauty Traducia, where I share skincare tips in a multilingual context, and I met so many amazing estheticians of color in the process. Finding beauty professionals of color is a common struggle on social media, and for this reason, I'm looking to highlight those that may look like you and can resonate with the struggles of being a POC in industries where inclusivity isn't always top of mind. This is a space where I look to share their story, new product launches, and talk about what we love most in the industry. If you're ready to find beauty professionals that can resonate with your story and maybe learn bits of a foreign language when possible, you are on the right show. Hello and welcome to another episode of In Your Piel Podcast. Today my guest is an esthetician, but she does something that's a little bit different. She is a full body wax specialist. She's from Lima, Ohio. Her name is Ashley Hardy. She's a mother of four. She's an entrepreneur. And I want to share her story. I'm really interested in learning more about her and, and introducing her to all of you. So welcome, Ashley. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so let's just jump right into it. Why don't we get into your story and how you got interested in the industry? Okay, sure. Well, um, I got into the industry at first. I started off doing makeup. That was my passion. Um, I moved to Phoenix, Arizona to start um, my makeup career as a, a special effects artist. Um, cool. I tried to get into the school um, MUD in California, in Los Angeles, California. Oh, yeah. Um, it cost a lot. It was like $40,000. It's expensive. So I was just going to like, say that. That's an expensive yeah. school. Yeah. Yeah, but I got accepted. So I was, I was already in Phoenix. I'm like, okay, cool. I didn't have, I was like $10,000 short. So I'm like, you know what? Pause, figure out something else. So I went to um, aesthetic school in Phoenix and they were like, well, you can learn how to do makeup here. And I'm like, eh, nah, I'll give it a try. So I ended up um, getting into it. I got to the facial portion. I'm like, eh, okay, it's cool. I'm not really feeling facials. I got to the waxing. And I'm like, you know what? This is it. I like waxing. This is it. I'm going to body waxing. And I've been doing it ever since. And that was back in 2017. Um, and I ended up moving back home. And I had to go back to school at home because they couldn't transfer my credits from Phoenix to uh, home that quick. So um, I uh -huh. just took the two years that I had off to um, get myself uh, familiar with waxing, getting familiar with the different types of waxing, and um, mm -hmm. uh, just preparing myself to, to wax other people and build my clientele up. And once I finished school, I uh jumped full force in on my own and started waxing. 
Awesome. How did you practice with that? Did you just like start giving out free, uh, free body waxes to your friends just to get comfortable with it? Because what they teach you in school and what you do yep. in, in the real world is different. Totally different. Totally different. Well, I, I first started off uh, using my sister. God bless her heart. I tore her up a, a, a couple oh. times. <laughs> But, you know, I, I love her to death because she was my waxing guinea pig. I waxed everything on her, and she was like, you know what? Oh, this geez. is not for me because you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> she's going to go get so, electrolysis after she's that. She's been oh. there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's been there since day one, so she, she felt pain. Um, oh. Then after that, once I got comfortable with uh, getting the technique down with her, I started uh, waxing people for free and then I started off like $20 and I just raised it from there. And I pretty much just threw myself out there. Like, like to my friends, like, Hey, let me wax you. <laughs> like, come on, let me wax you. <laughs> let me see your lady parts. Please, I won't charge you. Yeah. <laughs> no, for real. That's what, that's what I basically said. Like, come on, we're friends. Like we've seen each other before. Come on, just let me wax you. <laughs> yeah. Basically, I taught was funny. I like not really forced my friends to do it, but I like manhandled them. Like, come on, now we're friends. You got to practice and be like, hey, this is free. Normally, it's like seventy dollars at a spa to get waxed, and you're getting it done for free. No, for real. Might hurt a little, but it's yeah. supposed beauty's pain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they let me they let me take pictures of them and post. I'm like, you know what? I love y'all. <laughs> nice. Those are good friends. So that's actually a good segue in our next yeah. topic. Uh, who, who would you say has been your, your biggest supporter? You were telling me a bit before we recorded how you have your own spa suite and you have a couple of girls that you're not managing, mm -hmm. but you're just supporting them. But who, who was there to support you when you when you were just starting out and you didn't really know where to go? My sister, definitely. Definitely my sister. She was Aww. there from day one. She supported me through the whole thing. She um, has been there through all the changes from my house to one salon to my other first storefront to my second storefront. She's been there. That's wow. that's my sister. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. You're so You're accomplished. I'm so impressed with you. Do you, do you, have, do you have two Thank storefronts you. or just the one now? I have one now, but I had two at the time. Oh. I was like trans transitioning wow, from crazy. a smaller storefront to a bigger storefront. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. What was what would you say was the most chaotic about doing doing that and having so so many your hand in so many honey pots? Oh, um. Doing um, uh, what what do they call it? Re uh, redecorating the whole building by myself. Ah. Literally, not even redecorating. I had to redo everything, like from painting walls, building walls, uh, sanding floors, putting floor down. Um, that was probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Wow! I don't want to do that. You're again. like a little. Bob the Builder, construction woman. You're. That's that's good. I'm. A, I now I know who to call if I need to get, to get a spa redone. 
Yeah. I mean, I was almost well, forced to do it because I've had several people um, act like they were um, builders. I end up firing them. Then I did it myself. I'm like, you know what? I got it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. You, YouTube was you got, my best You got your confidence and then you were just going to save some money and get it done the way you wanted. That's good. So I know, actually, I know Definitely. waxing at home. <laughs> I So I know that waxing at home is unfortunately quite popular because people follow YouTube tutorials and they buy sugaring paste on TikTok and they think that they can do it at home. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm all for saving money, but those things can really mess up your skin and you can rip off your lady parts and... <laughs> But what would you say Definitely. is um what what do you want <laughs> what do you want more women of color to know about um waxing and hair removal? What what's something that you see quite often? Um definitely I I see a lot of women of color um shaving or using nair. Um Ooh. I don't really care for Nair just because by us being women of color, we, we don't necessarily have more system skin, but we are more, more prone to hyperpigmentation. So when they shave, mm-hmm. especially incorrectly and frequently, or when they use Nair and they burn themselves, it creates such a bad environment. Like, um, the scarring, um, yeah. Um, the severe ingrown hair, um, not even like the discoloration of the skin, um, a lot of that. So I, I tell people just, you know, research what you're doing just because you see it on TikTok doesn't mean you try it. Research definitely exactly. what you're doing. Oh, I should make that into um, a t-shirt. <laughs> yes, please. I, I, uh, TikTok, me and TikTok have a love-hate relationship. Me too. <laughs> That's all I can say. We have a love hate relationship because I get I get women coming like, "Hey, I seen this on TikTok," and I'm like, uh, "Okay, what did you see?" <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, I seen this on TikTok." I'm like, "Hmm, <laughs> okay, I get it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in in one one sense, it's good for us because it brings us more business because then we get to fix their mistakes. But on the second hand, people are just messing up their skin for no reason. That so, that part, I and I just want I just want women to know, like, you see it on TikTok. That don't necessarily mean try it um, and believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people do things on there for uh, reviews, not reviews. Uh, they do a lot of things on there for um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what am I? What word am I looking for? Just to go viral. They want to do crazy and, things. And, yeah, for yeah, views. Yeah, they want to go viral. Yeah. So a lot of the times you can't really. That's what it is. Views. So you can't really necessarily go off of those TikToks all the time because sometimes they're fake. And you have those viewers that soak it in like, oh, well, this must be really, this must really work because this and this and this, you can't, you can't do that. Do your own research before you mess yourself up really bad. And then you end up having to come to me and I got to fix it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. So while we're on that topic, we want people to do it right. So how can people prep uh, appropriately before they're coming in to get waxed? What tips do you have for our listeners that have never been waxed before? They've just been shaving their whole life. They want to try it, but they just don't know Mm -hmm. how to prepare. Um, What would you say to them? Definitely. um, Definitely. um, I always tell people to shower. Um, That's a that's a huge issue. Showering. um, Not really super hot water, but just like warm water or, you know, kind of hot water. Um, The steam Mm -hmm. will open up your pores, um, get the follicles ready to be pulled out. And it's easier um, to pull out as well. Hurts um, yeah. Take a Tylenol or, you know, like ibuprofen before you come, um, just to ease the pain by the time you come in, maybe 30, 40 minutes before you come. Um, that always helps. Um, wear loose clothing. You will be kind of tender down there, so you don't want restrictive clothing uh, touching your parts. Um, you will feel uncomfortable. Um pretty much just you know be calm um <laughs> enjoy it deep breaths <laughs> deep breaths um yeah try to keep an open mind yeah <laughs> you were telling me before that you have four children so I'm, I'm sure the pain of waxing does not compare to the child labor <laughs> but some people say it's no, pretty close no not at all <laughs> Nah, I can't even. It's not no, that bad. Okay. No, no, no. I've had two kids natural, so absolutely not. <laughs> nowhere near. Nowhere near. I don't have any kids, but I'm I'm scared I mean, it, of the day bad. that I do. It's so. not bad. <laughs> it, yeah, it hurts that, less with that every time you go, as long scared. as you go frequently. <laughs> mhm, mhm. Every time, every time. I would say by your third or fourth wax, it should get easier. Yeah, definitely. So I want to stay in touch. I'm sure everyone that's listening is interested in you. They like your tips, but maybe they don't live in Lima, Ohio, but they still want to be in touch with you. How mm-hmm. can we support you from wherever we are? Um. Well, I have a Facebook. Um, I know Facebook's kind of outdated, but my area is small, so they are mm-hmm. more on Facebook than um, anything else. I have a Facebook page, okay. um, La Femme Wax Skin. Um, you can just search me on there. It'll pop up with my logo. Um, you can find me on Instagram under the same name, La Femme Wax Skin. Um, the reason why I have it that name is because the and sign is not, you're not able to use it in, in, um, your names. So it's an invalid character. So I have to just keep the and out. So it's just LaFemme Wax Skin. Yeah. It was weird. So I'm like, okay. Okay. So that is weird. But yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the, um, one way or the two ways you can google me and find me that way um you can literally type in like la femme wax and skin um and uh basically find me that way awesome well we will stay in touch i hope that you get at least maybe 10 people to come see you if i have any listeners in the lima ohio region please go see ashley for all your waxing needs she will take care of you 
And yes, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I release new episodes every Saturday and I look forward to introducing you to more women of color and beauty. Take care. I hope that this episode was both entertaining and informative for you. Expect new episodes every Friday. So make sure you subscribe and check out my social media pages at Beauty Traducida for daily skincare content. Also, let me know if you or someone you know would like to be featured in a future episode. We would love to hear your story.